Hello world and welcome back. So as 2020 comes to an end, I find myself in this position of reflection. Um, honestly, I find myself in this position at the end of anything um, because I think it's a great opportunity to just look back over what has happened for me to see, you know, what I think I did well, uh, where are my areas of improvement and, you know, how can I move forward? I, I really think that reflection is the difference between living with regret. Um, I'm not going to say that I don't ever fall into that um, that category of regretting things that I have done or didn't do. But I also have to check myself when I find myself in those times to remind myself that, you know, Hannah, nothing is ever lost. It's either you're winning or you're learning. You know, it's always an opportunity for you to learn from something that didn't go as well as you had intended to. Now, that's something that I've learned over time as I've gotten older, wiser and progressed, um, you know, but in my youthful days, I, I lived with a lot of regrets and I realized that I can't do that anymore because at the end of the day first of all God ultimately has won the victory over everything and we as believers also have that victory in him um, which is why we're never losing it's either we're winning or we're learning because there are always opportunities for you to learn how to do things better um, but also because of the fact that you know you can't live with regrets and I say you can't just speaking in general terms. I am always trying to own my own truth and not speak for anybody else. But um, I've learned that it's not necessary or it, you shouldn't live with regrets or I shouldn't live with regrets because everything happens for a reason. I am a firm believer of that. Um, and everything that took place in my life, whether I saw it as you know, an area that I missed out on or an opportunity that I didn't take. At the end of the day, it's like, Hannah, you may not have taken that opportunity, but maybe it wasn't meant for you to take it because you are exactly where you are supposed to be. And the only reason why you think differently is because you're looking at other people comparing yourself to where they are and who may be the same age as you or you are looking at what society says should be successful and that's not how you should look at life you should look at life as a believer because that's what you confess and profess to be and as a believer you know that all things work together for your good so everything that has happened in your life and everything that has taken place has taken place for your good for this very moment in time where you are and this is exactly where you are supposed to be because you know it was God's will. And I've, like I said, I've had to learn that over the years. So that's why now in my life, I live with reflection. <laughs> I reflect on things. I reflect on areas that, okay, if I had done this, you know, um, maybe that, but I am right where I, I'm supposed to be. But at the same time, that opportunity was a lesson learned so that if it ever comes around again, I know what I would do different the next time. So anyways, um, I'm sharing all of that because, yes, we are coming to the end of 2020 and it's goal setting time, people. 
Um, and I know that, you know, this year in January is when I actually started talking about goal setting and, you know, being a goal setter and everything. But I didn't want to have this conversation in January. I wanted to, it to take place now because I wanted to help others in the preparation of setting goals. One of the things that I've learned throughout, you know, this whole pandemic and throughout 2020 is that I am made like Martha (laughs) and I've shared that with you guys but one of the things that I I've learned about really discovering who I am as a Martha is the fact that I needed to do heart checks and find out where my motive was for certain things that I felt that I needed to accomplish or needed to do on top of heart checks I also realized that I wasn't necessarily going to God day to day and asking him, Lord, what is the agenda for the day? It was just me setting my own agenda, which is why there were times that I could feel overwhelmed or felt unaccomplished because I didn't get the things done that I wanted to get done. And so I wanted to talk about God led goals and God helping you set what those goals should be for 2021. And in my preparation, I actually came across a devotional called God Plus Goals, which is what I've titled this episode to be because I found it very helpful and I wanted to share what I've learned from it with you all. And and one of the first things is, is that God has a lot to say about goal setting. He has a lot to say about us being intentional with what we're doing and about us stewarding what he's given us um, well and not just living life vicariously or aimlessly. You know, first of all, uh, there's the scripture in Habakkuk that tells us to write the vision and make it plain on tablets that he may run who reads it. You know, um, I think about how there's certain things that we want to do in life or again, certain things that I want to do in life. Right. And um, like even when I first started this podcast and I talked to Anthony about it, when I give a vision that I have to my husband, my husband is ready to just run with it. But one of the things that I've noticed with him as well is, is that he he'll start asking these questions like, OK, Hannah, so what about this? What about that? And he's doing it because it is in him that once the vision is given, he can run with it. It's the same thing with our, you know, our photography, videography company, Greater Entertainment. You know, we have this questionnaire that we ask all of our clients, what is it they're looking for? Specifically with the videos, not so much with the photography side of it, but with the videos, we're asking them, you know, who is this video intended for? What is it that you want to have it portray or bring across? These are questions that we ask because we're asking for the vision. We're asking for the client to tell us, what are your expectations? What is it that you want out of it? What is the goal for this video so that we can run with it? That is why that scripture says that like you have to write the vision down and not just write it down but write it down plainly so that when others can see it they can run with it they can run with the vision and and so this this lets me know that goals are good i mean even jesus had goals right he came to earth on assignment and was about his father's business we learned more about that in in luke when um they went down to jerusalem as was a custom and when they were leaving they thought that he was amongst the company you know with them and everything it wasn't until a couple of days later when they were looking for him they realized that jesus wasn't there so they had to go back to jerusalem to find him and when they 
found him, you know, Mary kind of scolded him. It was just like, why would you treat us this way? And he was like, you know, what are you talking about? Didn't you know I was going to be about my father's business? Like he had goals. He wasn't sitting around just like, okay, I'm just here on earth chilling and, you know, just going to do what my mom and dad says. Like, yes, he was obedient. But at the same time, he came with assignment. He came with goals in mind. There were things that there was a purpose that he had to fulfill. And God desires for us to, to live on purpose and not by accident. It's not by accident that we are here. He sent us here to this earth with a purpose and with an assignment. And without a plan, we would wander around aimlessly, letting life happen to us. And that's not that's not what God wanted. That's not what he intended. That's not how we're supposed to 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 live our life. You know, when we think about our great cloud of witnesses, you know, um did any of them just sit around doing nothing? No. <laughs> they were they went out, they had goals, they had things that they were supposed to do. Yes, they made mistakes along the way, but they had goals and they were able to achieve those goals with God's strength and wisdom. Let's just take one of them for example, like Moses. Moses, you know, he argued with God about his speech impediment and he tried to point that out to him like, "Well, God, I can't really do what you've called me to do because of this." But God had to show him like Moses with me, I already know about your speech impediment. In fact, I created you with that. I created you with that weakness so that you could learn that you can rely on me, that you need me, that you can't do anything apart from me. We we learned that about, you know, um, and when Jesus was talking about the vine and that we are, that he's the vine and we're the branches. Like we can't do anything set apart from him. That's why God wants us to be connected with him with our goals he wants us to talk to him about our goals and what it is that he has in in store for us you know I've I've learned um, more about myself as I shared earlier throughout this year, you know, and and about being Martha. And there's nothing wrong with being like her, you know. Um, it's it's just that for me, I needed to to really understand what it is that God wants for me. You know what? How is it that he? What what did he want for me to do? And he wanted me to connect with him. He wanted me he wanted me to understand Hannah, even the littlest things I am concerned about. It's not just the big things. It's the little things, your day to day life, the things that you think are mundane. Those little things, those are the things that I care about and that I want to be a part of. That's why I'm asking you to to include me in setting the agenda because I know the plans that I have for you. You know what I'm saying? There's there's no checklist or a quick fix formula for goal setting, you know, um, and if there were, we probably would read it, check it off, and then never talk to God about our plans. And and again, I'm using the words we, let me just say I. That's probably what I would do. I would look in the Bible, oh, this is a checklist, this is the things that I need to do. Okay, great. Because I am a person who likes um, certainty. And I think I've shared it with you guys before that, you know, I've had to to learn and I'm still learning that Hannah the opposite of faith is certainty if you're certain about things going to happen and taking place then what do you need faith for and so it's the very opposite of what you stand on and so you have to understand that you need to be able to not know like it's okay if you don't know that's why you go to God and ask him about it and so yeah, I would be that one who would find that checklist and check it off 
and, you know, not even consult with God because it's like, well, I got your checklist. So I'm following this. So I know that I'm doing what you want me to do because this is what you put in your word and your word is true. Right. <laughs> right. Wrong. <laughs> no. Um, you know, but it's not about checking things off of a list. It's about having a relationship and it's about having a relationship with the one who created us and gave us these gifts and talents and skills that we possess. He is the only one who knows what the plans are for our life. You know, he said so himself. He said, for I know the plans that I have for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope in a future. Like that's what he wants to do for us. And he's like, I don't understand why you look to other people or you even look to yourself or you look to the world to figure out who you are and what it is that you're supposed to be doing in this world. When I have already told you that I am the one who knows the plans, I'm the one who is looking out for your good, you know, um, I'm the one who is trying to bring you to give you hope, to bring you to a an expected end, not to harm you, not to nothing that I do is to harm you. Everything that I do is for your good. And 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 yet still we find ourselves searching and searching everywhere else other than with him. So if he knows, why not check with him about those plans? You know, he said, if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask me, you know, and I'll give it to him freely without rebuke for asking. Like, he's not upset when you come to him asking him, you know, what it is that you're supposed to be doing. He wants that. <laughs> the very fact that you're asking means that you want to do what his will is for your life, you know, which leads to the first step in goal setting, which is prayer. Ask God to help you set the goals to make sure that your goals are in align with his will for your life. You know, he has created each of us with unique gifts and talents to use for his greater purpose. And that's key. You know, a lot of times we think that our gifts and our talents are just for ourselves, but it's not. It's for his greater purpose. You know, and this is why we need his guidance along the way so we can steward what he has given us, because it's a lot of us out there who are not stewarding our gifts well we're not stewarding our talents well we're not stewarding our time well our money well all these things that God has given us we're not stewarding them well and it's because we're not going to him asking him how do I steward this you know I I'm not sure I've messed up even with myself I struggle sometimes with my time management because I have so many things that I have placed on my plate that I'm trying to get done and you know there are times that I have not gone to God and said God help me steward my time better help me balance my time better I feel like every year time management is one of my goals because I still haven't gotten it right yet but this year is going to be different I declare that in the name of Jesus this year I am going to balance my time and steward my time well but I share all of that because it's important for us to understand that it is important for us to understand that God wants to do life alongside of us, you know, not for us to do it alone. He wants relationship, which is why he said that he'll never leave us nor forsake us and why he has given us the opportunity to have open and ongoing communication with him. And, you know. Therefore, we're not alone. We're not alone in our goal setting. We're not alone in living this life. He is our guide. He is our guide to be there every step of the way, you know, and we know this because of his word, right? His his word is there to 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 give us 
instruction it is a lamp onto our feet and a light onto our pathway like we can go to the word of God for instructions to even know what it is that he wants from us because uh, all all scripture is is God breath and it is profitable for teaching and for reproof and correction and for training in righteousness so if we know that it all comes from God then we can trust what his word says and then again like I said through prayer you know we can ask him to show us what he wants us to do where he wants us to go and his word tells us that I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go I will counsel you with my loving eye on you like he says that he says he'll do it but yet still we find it so hard to just come to him and say God what's the plan we come up with our own plans many are the plans of a man's heart but listen to the second part of that but it's God's will that will prevail you know it's just like how we go on and we say things like oh I'm making plans to do this tomorrow but there's also scripture that says that we shouldn't do that we shouldn't talk about tomorrow because tomorrow is not promised to us we don't even know if the next second is going to come to us but we should be saying that you know if it's the Lord's will let us do this on tomorrow because at the end of the day only God knows how long each of us are going to be here on this earth only God knows what the purposes are, what the plans are. And that is why we should acknowledge him in all of our ways so that he can instruct our path and make our way straight. You know, um, God also gives us people spiritually minded people at my view because you know you can't just go to anybody asking them about what the plans are but we should all have like spiritual mentors in our lives or we should have you know friends that we know that we can trust who are like-minded in in the spirit that can you know help us with figuring out what it is that God has called us to do you know scripture tells us that without counsel plans fail but with many advisors they succeed so it is important to include others on those goals and on your settings but be mindful of who those people are because like my pastor always says you can't share your eight by ten vision with a three by five thinker they're not going to understand they're not going to be able to to contain it all that's not the one who's going to be able to see the vision and run with it so that's why you also have to pray and ask God to send you people to have around you send you that wise counsel send you those people that you can trust with the vision and the plan that he's given you you know, but remember, there is no set checklist or formula to this, you know, um, which means that it may take some time to discover what those plans are for the upcoming year. Again, why I'm also coming to you before January so you can start thinking about these things now if you haven't already, you know, um, what I have also understand, nobody likes process. <laughs> nobody likes process I don't like process I well let me not say nobody because again that's me speaking for other people but if there is somebody out there who likes process hey please send me a listener letter let me know tell me what it is that you enjoy about the process I am not one of them but what I have learned about process is to sit with expectation to to faithfully expect what God is going to do, that he is going to do something that is going to blow my mind and that is going to be phenomenal. And that the reason why I'm in this process is not it's not in vain, but I am in this process right now because he is preparing me for the next level. Um, and this is why I shouldn't get discouraged or give up in the midst of process or trying to figure out what it is that God wants for me, because, you know, that part, the discovery itself 
may be a part of the process that he wants me to go through. It's a part of his plan. He's like, Hannah, there's some things that I need to prune out of you. This year, 2020, it did not feel good the entire time. But what he was doing to me, he was pruning me. He was preparing me for the next level. This is why I got so excited listening to um, Big by Pastor Mike the other day. Because I was like, I'm expecting great. I'm expecting for God to blow my mind in 2021 because what he has revealed to me throughout 2020, what he has, you know, stripped me of, what he has healed me from, all of those things were a part of preparation for the next level. It was a part of where he's taking me. And so I can get excited about it now because I just know it's going to work for my good. Why? Because his word says so. So I can get excited about it. You know, I don't have to forget or fret about it and I know that it's all going to work out in his perfect timing it may not come when Hannah expects for it to come it may not happen as quickly as Hannah wants it to happen but it's gonna happen in its due season and in its time so right now instead of waiting with discouragement or instead of waiting with fear and concern and regret and with all those negative thoughts that the enemy tries to send into my mind I choose to rejoice I choose to get excited because I know that God is not a respecter of persons and if he did it for one he can do it for another and he did it for those clouds of witnesses right that I have so because of their story because they live their life by faith that gives me encouragement to live mine by faith as well and it encourages me to encourage you to tell you hey while you are setting your goals while you are waiting for God to instruct you on what it is that you need to do you can go ahead rejoice and be thankful for it now Whoo! I'm sorry I got excited you guys because this has just been an awesome awesome time for me because I changed my perspective I changed my thought process from thinking about the negatives and thinking about things with regret but reflecting on the beauty of what it is that God is trying to do in my life and it is my prayer that the same happens for you you know um in the devotion it was pointing out that there are some goals that are already laid out for us in scripture and you know it those goals are like read your bible like it tells us that you know how how can a young man know uh how to please God it's it's by reading his word you know by allowing him to instruct you you know uh, another goal that is laid out for us in scripture is to spend time in prayer pray without ceasing you know prayer non-stop like if any man lacks wisdom go to God like prayer it's laid out that is a goal that is a God-given goal that you already know that you need to be doing that that's two that I just gave you one is get in the word of God read your word daily so that it gets in you so that in those moments of trials and desperation the Holy Spirit can bring back what you have read to be an encouragement to you and then pray pray without ceasing be in communication with God that's all he wants from us is to communicate with him and then it also tells us that we're supposed supposed to you know forsake not the fellowship get together that doesn't mean just going into the four walls of the building that we call church because remember we are the church wherever we go we take the church with us but fellowship talk to your fellow sisters and brothers share with them with what you're going through talk to them about you setting these goals remember that wise counsel that we have to to talk to them about the plans because having wise counsel is going to help the plan not fail but help for you to be successful in it you know and then the other thing 
saying is share your faith. We are commanded to share what God is doing in our lives. Matter of fact, that is one of that is one of our main purposes of being here is to be a representation of God in the earth by sharing what he is doing in our lives. Even those that the reason why we go through a test is so that we can have a testimony to share with somebody else and to tell them about the goodness of the Lord. So those are just four goals right there off the bat that should always be on your your goal list every year your goal is to get into your word every year is to pray to and, and communicate with God every year should be about fellowshipping with other believers so you can be an encouragement with them and every year should be about sharing the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living yes so <laughs> saying all of that also leads me to doing all things for his glory whether it's big or small and speaking for myself I didn't really consider the mundane things in life to be considered a goal let alone a God-given goal now that's not to say that it wasn't a goal to become a wife and a mother and a college graduate and a professional right these are goals that we set when we're younger because we're told like hey these are things that means you're successful especially for women you know it's just like it, it's you have made it if you you know if you get married and you have children and that has changed a little bit with the times because now women are are out being more professionals and everything but still you have those family members who are like so when you gonna settle down and get married or when you gonna settle down and have some kids you know that kind of stuff it those those are the successes in life that people try to tell us that we need to accomplish so yeah that was a goal of mine but I'm talking about the everyday the everyday living you know um the 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 day-to-day moments uh did not seem to carry purpose with me a while back it did not seem to be fulfilling a passion I just felt like that's life you know like in life that's one thing you know it's a goal to get married it's a goal to become a mother and be a professional this. but the day-to-day life the the washing of the clothes the the just the mothering of my children cleaning tending to the house that's the day-to-day stuff there's no real purpose in that yeah, I, I was fooled. And hopefully if there's anybody else out there who thinks that those things are mundane, I'm here to share with you what I learned, which is that's purpose. My family and I recently watched Disney's new release called Soul. And I think that this movie is the perfect illustration of what I'm talking about right now. And it actually, you know, it blessed my life watching it. And if you haven't seen it yet, I encourage you to go out and watch it with your kids, with your family, or just watch it by yourself. But it's a good movie because I don't want to give too much away because of the fact that you're, you know, I'm hoping that you'll go out and watch it. But like I said, it's a perfect illustration about what I'm talking about right now. And that is understanding that it's the day-to-day moments that there is purpose. It's in those day-to-days that we, you know, really understand and have an opportunity to share what it is that God is doing on our in our lives, you know, which is why we as believers should do everything onto his glory, whether the Lord, wherever the Lord has placed us, we have the choice to bloom right where we are planted. We have that opportunity because we, we, we plant living things. I've shared this before. We plant living, living things. We bury dead things. So if you're living, you have an opportunity to bloom right where you are planted. Instead of feeling bad that you're still on the same job, instead of feeling bad that you haven't achieved the things that society or the world tells you that you should have achieved by your certain age, instead of thinking about these things as negatives, think of them as opportunities. Think of them and, and ask God again, 
about the goal. God, you still have me on this job. So what is the goal? What is it that you want me to accomplish? Why is it that you still have me here? What is it that I can be doing for your people? Because when we do all things for his glory, people see something different in us it's an opportunity for us to again share our testimony about what god is doing in our lives which is you know one of the goals that we have is to share the testimony in 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 psalms 96 and 3 it says declare his glory among the nations his marvelous deeds among the people like we are called to do this so where you are right now is where you are supposed to be it's a part of your goal if you don't understand what that goal is then ask god again back in james it tells us if any man lacks wisdom ask god and he will give it to you freely and he'll do it without rebuke because he wants you to ask him he wants to be a part of it he wants to reveal to you the plans and the purposes that he has for your life and I'll admit like I'm guilty of this I've you know said it before that I uh you know a few years back I got caught up in the whole living in regret and you know not finishing certain things that I wanted to finish or not accomplishing things that I wanted to accomplish and I didn't see the beauty in just being a mother I didn't see the beauty in just being a wife I didn't see the beauty in in doing the job that I was doing at the time and and I felt like I hadn't made it (laughs) that I'm not there and it's like God had to reveal to me and I've shared this with you guys probably uh, in one of my earlier episodes it was during the time of our move and um it was coming to the close of the end of our our house and God just showed me like Hannah you've been here in this house for 10 years and for 10 years memories were made and a lot of those memories you didn't participate in you didn't participate in it because you were so focused on on your goals you were so focused on the things that you thought were supposed to be goals for you to accomplish you know you earning your master's degree you keeping a a tidy house you doing these things that when your husband were making home videos you weren't even a part of it and and then the few that you were a part of you look so angry and upset And it's hard or it has been hard for me to talk about those things. But I truly feel like God has truly healed me from that because, again, I was living in regret about it. I was living in regret 10 years, y'all, 10 years. I've only been married for 12. (laughs) Okay, Um, but for the past two years, I have been able to live my life more in the moment. And I'm grateful for it because I think back on those 10 years and instead of thinking back on those 10 years with regret, I think back on them on reflection. Whenever I find myself now not living in the moment, I remind myself, Hannah, you lost 10 years and it wasn't a loss. Let me correct that. It wasn't a loss. It was an opportunity to learn. And what did I learn from that? I learned that I could have made more memories with my family. So I'm going to make it now while I still have time. I'm not going to waste the time I have now living in regret about something that I did not do. But I'm going to use the time that I have now to live in the moment and to be happy about it. Okay, God, so what is the agenda? This is where you have me right now. This is the house you have me in. This is the job you have me on. You know, I I have my marriage. I, I want it to be fruitful and 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 um 
and for us to just be happy with one another. I want to be the wife that he needs. I want to be intentional. I want to be in tune. I want to be his place of peace. God, show me how to be those things. Show me how to be a place of peace for my children. Show me how to train them up in the way that they should go so that when they grow old, they won't depart from it. Show me how to instruct them. Show me how to help them discover the goals that you have for their lives. That is what I'm focused on now, you guys. I I had that time already that I lo- that I did not take advantage of. Let me say that because I don't want to use the word loss. I, I had time that I did not take advantage of and you can't get that time back. That's one of the reasons why I can't waste the time I have now living in regret because I can't get it back. So what I can do now is I can learn from it. And I have been learning from it. And I remind myself of it whenever I find myself in a moment of getting caught up in what I'm doing and in my agenda and in my to-do list instead of just being in purpose. Because there is purpose in my marriage. And my purpose as a wife is to be a place of peace to my husband, to be an accountability partner, to nurture him, to encourage him and to help him grow in the gifts and the talents and the assignment that God has on his life. My purpose as a mother is to train my children up, is to teach them about the fear of the Lord, is to teach them about finding who they are in Christ. That is my purpose. My purpose on my job is to continue to share the goodness of the Lord. Lord through my deeds not just my word only but the way that I act to make sure that I am not falling subject and conforming to how everybody else acts when situations occur on the job that we don't like but that I remember to maintain my peace and when others look at me and say Hannah how can you maintain your peace with all of this going on I can do it because of the goodness of the Lord that is my goal that is what I have been called to do that is what I'm supposed to do and that's what I'm sharing with you all You know, sometimes we in our zeal to accomplish the goals that we set out for ourselves, we kind of edge God out of the process, you know, and and we start focusing more on the goal than focusing on God. And again, I'm guilty of that because with all the goals that I had set for myself that I didn't have a conversation with God about, I was edging him out, which is why I lost sidetrack, which is why I felt overwhelmed in my well-doing because I. I did not look to him. I was not using the grace and the mercy that he gives me daily to maintain my peace and to be able to see out the things that I was supposed to do. And, you know, the thing about it is, is that our goals, when we have the right goals, our goals will lead us to him, not away from him. So that is one way that we can understand and learn whether or not a goal is a God-given goal or if it's a self-goal, something that we put on the checklist, something that we put on the agenda, because our goal should lead us to him, not away from him. God wants us to stay connected to him every step of the way. Honestly, that is our goal in life. Our goal in life is to have relationship with him because he's the one who's guiding us every step of the way. He he knows the plans that he has for us, you know, and following the purposes and the plans that he has for us is being in his will and doing what he has called us to do. You know, um, when we are in a familiar in an unfamiliar place or when we're heading someplace to a destination that we've never been to before, we'll pull out our ways, you know, our GPS, our, our Google Maps, whatever device that you use. Some of us still use an actual map 
and we follow what it's telling us and we will constantly go back to it to check to make sure that we're on the right track but do we do that with our goals do we do that with God do we constantly go back to him to check with him hey God are we still on the right track did I get did I lose focus did I did I turn off on the right exit did I go where I was supposed to do go if we do that then we're able to stay on the right track, to stay on the right path and, and, and keep on the, the way that we're supposed to go. But when we get caught up in the goal and the accomplishing the goal and we start stop checking in with him, then we miss out on our checkpoints. Then we miss out on what it is that he has called us to do and we get sidetracked. But it's OK because God is not looking for perfection from us. He is looking for progression. He is looking for us to check back in with him. You know, he's not concerned about whether or not it's it's perfect, but he's concerned about our heart. And and we need to do heart checks from time to time to make sure that our motivation is right, make sure that our intent is right. You know, in a race there are checkpoints along the way, you know, for you to stop and get a drink of water, to make sure that you're running the right path and everything. It's the same thing with God. You know, it, it, we have to do checkpoints. We have to do heart checks with him. God, do I still have the right intent behind this goal and what I'm doing? Am, am I doing it unto your glory? Am I doing it to please you or am I doing it to please others? Am I doing it for the approval of others? Am I doing it for the accolades, for the recognition? Help me check my heart. Search me, oh God. Know my heart. Know my anxious way. Seek out anything that is that is not of you, that's in me and direct me me according to your path that is the reason why we need to do heart checks along the way and it is necessary and so I just want to you know remind you guys about this because there was something else inside of the devotion that stuck out that I thought was really profound and I want to share this before I end today's episode and the devotion talks about this this popular saying that says she believed that she could so she did but what the devotion shows is is that God gives us his word reveals to us a deeper and more freeing truth about that statement, because it's not just that she believed that she could. So she did. But it's the fact that she couldn't by herself, but she believed. And and this is the way that it says it in devotion. She believed she couldn't. So God did. God did it. Let us not grow so high and haughty in ourselves and become prideful in thinking that we are the ones who accomplish what we accomplish. We accomplish what we accomplish because of God's grace, his mercy, his wisdom, and his strength. I can because he is. He's got me. I don't have myself. I can rest and rely in him. And because I can rest and rely in him and trust in him with all my heart, leading not into my own understanding, but in all my ways, acknowledge him so he can direct my path. When I do that, I can rest. I can maintain my peace. I don't have to worry about tomorrow because tomorrow has its own concerns to be worried about. So in today, I'm going to take it one step at a time. I'm going to ask him, God, what is the agenda? What is it that you would have me to do? So I just want to leave with you the the steps in in preparing your goals for 2021. One, pray. Pray and ask God, 
ask him. He said, you know, ask him if you lack any wisdom, ask him, ask him what the plans are because he knows the plans that he has for you. We know that already, right? We know that he knows the plans. So ask him, what are the goals for 2021? And then on top of that, wait with expectation because it may be a process. And remember, the process is probably a part of the goals because there's certain things that he needs to prepare you for, for those next steps and what you're getting ready to walk into. So wait with expectation as you're waiting for him to reveal that to you. And then remember, stay connected. Do have your checkpoints, your heart check, where you're constantly at going to him, God, am I still on the right path? God, is my intent still right? Am I still doing what it is that I need to do? And then fourth, Trust and believe and rest in him. Then remember, every day God gives us new grace and new mercy and it's for today. Use it for today so you can maintain your peace. I hope you guys got something out of the podcast today. It is always my prayer that you do. So I just want to remind you, you can always connect with me on Instagram at Hannah's World 00. I'm also on Facebook on Hannah's World. And you can also send your listener letters to hannahsworld00 at gmail.com. Until next time, peace out, world.